humor consumers to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast. I'm comedian Tracy DeGraff. And I'm Catherine. Mm-hmm. Your bestie. Yes. <laughs> the one and only Catherine. My bestie. Yeah. The one and only. All right. Well, good to see you, I'm Catherine. I'm fully here. Yes. Fully here. Yeah. All together. Second time around. We're, we, we just... We did an oopsie. Yeah, With a the technology. Bit. No big deal. Well, the funny thing is it wasn't really one, but I thought it was, so... Yeah, but now we know it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that means. Yeah. If you are a new listener to our podcast, welcome aboard. Toot toot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Catherine and Tracy train. Yeah. Which is not a crazy train. Just a good train. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it is. I don't know where I'm going with all of this. <laughs> it's okay. Just let it happen. Yeah. Just let the flow I think I was really out. shook up when I walk in the do- walked oh, in the door. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Catherine came to the pod lab, which is also in my master bedroom closet Mm -hmm. and she forgot her charger which she needed for the computer so that we could record Mm -hmm. so she had to go home to get it and meanwhile I was just waiting for her by the back door with my iPhone video ready to press go unbeknownst to me which you should know by now I suppose (laughs) but you trick me you could go for a couple months or more (laughs) and I come a lot you know I'm over here and so yeah. I don't know. I'm not thinking about your evil schemes. Right. Well, if you don't follow me yet on Instagram, go on Instagram, which is something new to me, by the way. I mean, I know it's not new to the world, but mm-hmm. it's new to me. I was I had an Instagram account forever and ever, but I didn't really know what to put on there until your daughter said, you should put these videos on there of you scaring my mom. Mm. It was your daughter's fault. Oh. Remember? Okay, I do now. Now you go smack her. All right. <laughs> anyway, there. I have had a habit of scaring Catherine. I call her Scaredy Cat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the habit and is what you call it. It's a habit. I can't stop. Okay. It's too much fun. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, it, so she did that. I did. When I walked in the door. Right. And it got her blood pumping and I her did. heart going. Yes. So I'll be posting that to Instagram later <laughs> today. <laughs> if you're interested, it's Tracy DeGraff Comedian at whatever yeah. Instagram thingy. Right. All right. Well, what are we talking about today, Catherine, on this podcast? Popular sayings and where did they come from? Yes. Yeah. And they're also known as idioms. Right. That's a term that I kind of knew what it meant, but then I had to look it up. Well, I did too, just to be sure. So so what is the definition of an idi- idiom? Not idiot. <laughs> no. Mm, idiom. idiom. Yeah. It is a uh, phrase or um, or even a word mm-hmm. that's used to describe something or a particular circumstance, situation. It's got to be unique to the uh, native language. So because, you know, most countries mm-hmm. have their own little quippy sayings. Right. And it's almost like uh, painting a picture for the person that is hearing it. Okay. So. So they they are unique to whatever culture. So mm-hmm. so they okay, so well known within the culture of the original right. language speakers. Right. All right. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um we've got a couple takeaways, but before we get to that, we do have sponsors. That's right, we do. For the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast and who are they, Catherine? They are Muffin and Pooh. Oh, who's Muffin Ron and Pooh? And Kenny, <laughs> our husbands. <laughs> Yes. It's, it's sponsored by them because they pay for this, basically. Basically, they do right now. But mm-hmm. we, you know what? That's one of the things we have to put on our to-do list. We need to put it on our to-do list that we're going to 
um, let our listeners help us bring this podcast yeah. out to the world. Because mm-hmm. Muffin and Pooh, they're great, but they're they're not going to hang in there forever. <laughs> sure I mean, they, they are. are. They, sure. They're not going to. They're not going to leave us. They don't even realize they're paying for this. Well, not really. Shh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they don't hold it against us. No, because or, we're not indebted. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Okay, but they're not listening to the podcast really. Once in a while, we catch them listening, but they're not our target audience. Yeah, like our target audience isn't a fifty-five-year-old male. No. Named Muffin or Pooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our target audience is really women. Yeah. So we are going to um, give our listeners an opportunity to become sponsors of the podcast. And we just haven't done that just yet. We felt like we needed to get our legs under us first to make sure that we could consistently bring some yeah. content. That's an idiom, by the way. Get our legs <gasps> under us. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize right. it. We use them all the time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's jump in. Thanks, Muffin and Pooh, for hanging in there with us. Mm -hmm. And we'll give you other gals a chance to jump on board as soon as we get there. So it's coming, but it's just not yet. Mm -hmm. All right. Takeaway number one. What is it? The origin of favorite idioms. Oh, yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. You have the little website over there. I do. I do. Oh, no, I don't. The website is... (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm on our audacity which is what we use to record so i gotta flip over and it is smartwords.org okay so the most useful idioms and their origins okay all right and but let me see here what did i use here first of all i got a question for you yes do you remember uh, when you were a kid did you ever see that cartoon it was like a very old one and um the, this man, he goes to heaven, and at heaven, the old uh, the old guy at the gate. I like don't know Saint who he's Peter? supposed to be. I, he, he's probably that. Well, they claim yeah. that St. Peter is the yeah. early gate guy. And he's taking a record of how a person passed away. Like, oh. what what's the reason they passed away? Okay. And so this young, hip guy comes in with all these phrases. It's, it's actually called uh, Symphony. I think it's called Symphony of... Um, sarcasm or something like okay. that. Symphony of. Is this a British thing? No. Oh. You don't recall? Mm, no. Any, anyway, so he goes up to heaven and he's basically he dies of laughter. Oh. Dies from he laughing. Died laughing. Yes. All right. And so he goes on to explain uh, his life story and he says he's born with a uh, silver spoon in his mouth. Oh. And he goes on and he's like, <laughs> it's really funny. It's all idioms. You don't remember it though? Uh, no. Oh. All right. Well, anyway, it's quite funny. Okay. And I was reminded of that when we were working on oh, this. Okay. Yeah. But sorry. If you don't remember, <laughs> I got nothing not for as you. Funny. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Okay. Should we start with our yeah origins? All right. <laughs> One. Um, these are just some that I thought were unique. Like okay. I used to hear, and I would say, "Why do people say that?" So mm-hmm. break a leg oh, is yeah. one. What? Why? Whoever came up with that? Well, I don't know, but they do say that in the entertainment world, they don't say good luck for some reason. They say, break a leg. Exactly. Because good luck supposedly gives you bad luck, and break a leg makes you better. That's exactly right. That yeah. that saying good luck is actually bad luck, and it, it, it did start in the theater and that kind of thing. So if your performance was very liked by the audience, mm-hmm. then you might have a curtain call. And so the curtain call 
was when they would have a stick. Now, of course, this is a long time ago before better the engineering. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they have a stick. So the stick was used to raise and lower the curtain. Okay. And if you had many standing ovations or encores or whatever, um, you know, you'd have so many that it would break the stick. So, which was called the leg, actually. Oh. The stick was called the leg. Do you know what I thought you were going to say? No. I thought, I was picturing the performer going out, coming back, going out, coming oh. back. And I thought that the performer was going to trip over the oh the stick. stick and break their leg. Well, I could see where you, yeah. Mm. Sounded like it was going that okay, way. Okay, so break a leg. Now we know. Break a leg. So that's what it's from. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, another one that I always wondered, what does that really mean and where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Okay. So, okay, let me guess. Okay. Because something about a horse's mouth, it, it, it like says their value. Something about when yeah. you're when you're buying and selling horses or whatever, if you were going to buy a horse, you would mm. like do this. They, they, they would. And look. Yeah, they would count the teeth is what okay. they would do. Because how many, you could tell how old a horse is by the, or its age by, by how many condition. teeth. Oh, yes so -hmm. you wouldn't want to evaluate your gift in front of the gift giver is that it like don't yeah okay that's it it'd be rude it would be rude right so you know guess the value Mm -hmm. all right off the cuff okay wait 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 off the cuff so Mm -hmm. off the cuff is like off the top of your head i have no idea Mm -hmm. how they came up with that public speakers in the 1930s wrote notes on their shirt cuffs in case they forgot their speeches. What a great idea. I should do that for my comedy <laughs> yeah, <right>. set. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be wearing long sleeves, though. Probably not. I'm too hot. Whew. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. All right. Put a sock in it is another one. Like, like dummy up. Yeah. Be quiet. Be quiet. Mm-hmm. Be too loud. Be Just be quiet. When people used to listen to gramophones, so record players, basically. Okay. Wait a minute. You said gramophones? Gramophones. Grammo? Mm-hmm. When, when you first said it, I Did was... Did I say... Well, I don't know what you said or what you're talking about, but I pictured grandma, like old grandma. Oh. <laughs> the headphone, like me and you, you know, like uh-huh. gramophone, even okay. though we're not grandmas. Mm, no. And, okay, keep going. They didn't have volume control. And the only way to turn down the volume was by stuffing something in the big... Oh, so put a yeah. sock in it. So it was usually a sock. Yes. It was wow. the only way to turn the volume down, to mute it a little bit. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And just remember, folks, that that's one of the rude ones. It was funny because I was thinking about how, you know, there's, I mean, there's just tons and tons of idioms, mm-hmm. but some are rather rude. <laughs> yeah. Or insulting. Yeah. So that's one of them. Uh, raining cats and dogs. It's raining hard, but cat. Where do the cats? Yeah, and where dogs do the cats and dogs in? come from? Um, maybe it's raining so hard that the sewers are filling up, and all the cats and dogs that were in the sewers are bubbling up into the street. No. Okay. What but is good, it? Good, good guess there. <laughs> Historical English homes had hay roofs, and they were very slippery when they were wet, and they'd get like oily. So when when it was raining. So if there were animals on there, which there often were, then uh, that's where they came up with that phrase. Because it would sweep because them off they would the roof? S- right, exactly. Wait, they wait, would wait. just slide right off. Back up. How long ago are we talking that British homes were made out of hay? Well, there still are. Thatch roofs are very... Still? 
I don't think they currently make them that way, but they still have homes over there that have the thatch roof. That's a very not seen that like cottage well, homes in the country. I've seen like um, thatch roof. You know, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm picturing modern day, like it's 2021. I'm picturing aluminum or well, they something. don't like I said, they don't currently make them like that, but used to. I don't know how long ago, but some homes. Wow. Still exist with those. I think it's more in the countryside, though. That would make sense. Yeah. I okay. mean, they're real cottagey, really charming. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, somebody, if you're listening from a thatched roof, let us know, please. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the last one, which I thought was quite, um, I wanted to end with this one. Mm-hmm. All right. This one, rule of thumb. Okay. Okay. It's got to be some kind of a standard measurement or something right because if it's a if the rule of thumb is like this is the way it goes this is the the typical mm -hmm. typical way yeah so does it have to do with um i'm guessing like if you're getting meat or something from the grocery store and they have a scale is there anything is it no oh wait let me me try another guess okay (laughs) okay so if it's not that then perhaps it's um like carpentry maybe in a way, okay. Yeah. Now tell me, right? No. So we all we know that first of all that a rule of thumb is like a basic rule, but it's not necessarily always correct, right? So the term comes from medieval times, when the diameter of your thumb, and by the way, it has to be a man's thumb, I would think. Anyway, when you well, hear, you well, have well, little baby doll hands. I I know, okay. but <laughs> when you hear the outcome, so yeah, your rule the thumb was the largest diameter of a stick. Which was, wait for it. Oh, what? The break a leg thing? No. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Which was legally allowed to beat your wife. (laughs) What? (laughs) So they weren't sponsoring their wife's podcast back then. No. Okay. So it was legal for them to beat the woman with a stick that was at least not thicker than that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I'm imagining it would have been the man's thumb, not the woman's thumb. Do you imagine? Right. Because, too, too like, if it was the lady's thumb. Yeah. Can who, you believe that? Who goes, okay, okay, we know it's not right, right, to beat a wife, mm-hmm. but we're going to we're gonna give you some room to beat her. It's okay if you use a twig, <laughs> which reminds me, you know, like a switch stick outside of school um, schoolhouses back mm-hmm. in the day, they would have a bush that had... Um, they called it a switch, and yeah. they'd break off a branch, and they'd whack the kids That's with what their... They'd whip them with. Yeah. Well, thank goodness we've come away cool. from there. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Mm-hmm. I hope Muffin and Pooh aren't listening to this. <laughs> Get some ideas. Yeah. We're going to put the link to that, because uh, there's many more. Do- oh, my Dozens. Goodness. Yeah. Dozens. Mm-hmm. We're going to put that link in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you check out the show notes. And if you're not getting the show notes on a weekly basis, all you have to do is go to my website, mm-hmm. tracydegraff.com, and sign up to receive my emails. Yeah. Yeah. Because finally, yes. after 10 years oh my gosh. or more mm-hmm. of collecting email addresses, I finally have something to say to these people. Awesome. <laughs> it is awesome. You have a whole new stack, too. I know. I already put in most of them. Oh, good. Yeah. Yay. 
I just did an event last Thursday night Mm -hmm. at the Blue Chip Casino in Michigan City, Indiana, Mm -hmm. which you would think would be Michigan City, Michigan, but it's not. (laughs) It's Indiana. <laughs> what fun did we have there? Yeah, that was a blast. Oh, it was you so did much great fun. too. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And it was really a did. beautiful room. Wasn't that stage nice? It, yes, it was. Yeah, the room was fantastic. Yeah. You didn't need a, a leg to lift the curtain. No, and all that. No, <laughs> <It> went up <laughs> via some person just pressed a button. Probably we had fun. Yeah. Okay, I have one thing to add to these idioms. Okay. And this is the one thing that I found that I thought was so interesting about idioms. Did you know that it was an idiom that led to the arrest of the Unabomber? No. Oh, this really? is really, yeah, this is the thing that I wanted to oh. tell you, but I didn't want to tell you because yeah, right. I wanted to tell you now. Okay, the Unabomber, you remember him? I do. Yeah. Okay, Ted Kaczynski. Uh-huh. He was this brainiac of a guy mm-hmm. who was like, you know, living off the grid. You know, because he didn't trust the government or anyone. Mm -hmm. And he clearly had some mental, you know, stuff going on up there. Well, he wrote a manifesto, as as you do when you're a bomber. Okay. And it was... (laughs) And it was like his thoughts and ideas and the way the world should work. And he sent it to like newspapers and stuff. Oh, like a warning? Well, you know, the manifesto is kind of like... This is the way the world should work according to my brain, mm. and this is why I'm blowing things up kind of a thing. Okay. And if it would all just line up the way I'm seeing it, wouldn't have to blow things up and get your attention, mm. sort of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he sends this big manifesto, which is just a whole bunch of rambling, mm-hmm. to the newspapers of the day. Mm-hmm. Now, they all know that he's out there blowing stuff up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, he puts in the manifesto... The idiom, have you heard of you can't uh, have your cake? And eat it too. And eat it too. Mm -hmm. Right. So that idiom, which we know as, right, you can't have Have everything. Right. Mm -hmm. But the original idiom of that Mm -hmm. goes the other way. It goes you can't eat your cake and have it too. Okay. Because really, literally, Mm -hmm. you could have your cake and eat it too. How are you going to eat it if you don't have it? Yeah. Right. Now, and that would be true of Tracy, because if I have cake, I'm going to eat it. Uh (laughs) But the original version of that idiom was you can't eat your cake and have it too. Mm -hmm. Well, the can't save it. Right. Because you've eaten it. Yeah. You've consumed it. So Mm -hmm. now you no longer have it. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we say it that way? Thanks. Well, somewhere, somewhere down the line, you know, out there in the universe, somebody flipped it and thought that it made better sense that way. Hmm. But this guy, Ted, mm-hmm. see, he's all about the your, your yes is your yes, your no is your no, it's black, it's white, it's this, it's that. Okay. He had it the correct way in the manifesto. Oh. And so that led the profilers that were trying to figure yes. out who he was, mm-hmm. that led them to him. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is. And that's how they ended up getting a warrant to search his property mm. because they proved pretty reasonably to mm-hmm. the court, this guy is our guy. Yeah. They were looking for somebody who crosses the T's and dots the I's. Exactly. And is very, let's just say, maybe anal. Right. Mm-hmm. And and on the fringes of society, <laughs> because most people yeah. were the other way with that particular idiom. But he was precise. Precise. Mm-hmm. So there you go, Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. Caught wow. you. Wow. That was interesting. Thanks to an idiom. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Idiot. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, let's move on to our second little point here, which we thought we would share some of the sayings that we grew up with, like mm-hmm. from parents or grandparents. Yeah. So what what, what say you, Catherine? Well, uh, like you, mm-hmm. I can't say all of them oh. that they that my parents would say. Yeah, because <laughs> this is a G-rated uh, right. broadcast. I was thinking to myself, wow, yeah, mm-hmm. my dad did say some things that you know, mm-hmm. I, it really would not be appropriate mm-hmm. <laughs> to share. But, and some of these are just phrases, they're not necessarily idioms. But my dad used to always say to me, You're making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. You know, which mm-hmm. means you're being dramatic, you're exaggerating. Mm-hmm. He used to say that to me a lot. <laughs> well, I wonder why. Huh, I wonder. Um, another one was, I give you an inch, you take a mile. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, these are ones that are, they seem a little <laughs> more on the negative side. <laughs> huh. But, you know, when you're a kid, those are the things that I think maybe stick, you know, stick. Yeah. But, yeah, I can remember him saying that a lot, you know, and of course I was upset. Well, yeah, because mm. you're a kid and you're trying yeah. to take your mile. Well, yeah, well, who wouldn't? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? That's what we call the sinful nature. Exactly. You don't have to learn how to sin. It just comes naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Another, I'm painting such a bad picture of my dad. He wasn't. All parents, all parents say these things. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd say, keep your two cents to yourself. (laughs) Or for two cents, I'd fill in the blank. You know, I wonder if somewhere down the line, somebody would pay two cents for advice or something. Or for I wonder your opinion. Yeah, and I keep your probably two cents to yourself. Mm-hmm. Probably, yeah. Cute. And an, uh, one just fun thing that he used to say all the time before we were getting ready to go somewhere that my my sister reminded me that he used to say all the time. It was uh, let's went. What's that mean? Let's went. Let's go. But he meant past tense. You're like, let's go now. Let's really? get going. I've never Giddy heard up. that. Giddy up. Let's um, went. Let's went. Let us went. Let's went. Just let's went. Well, I know, you but know. let's is let us. Let us went. Yeah. Bizarro. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. So, and then my mom. She had a ton <laughs> of them. I tried to narrow it down. <laughs> Catherine's mom is from Great Britain. It, yeah. Is it Great Britain or is it called England or is it both? Well, when we were growing up, we didn't really say Great Britain. Okay. She just, well, she would say home. She'd call it home or England. England. Okay, her mom's from England. Mm-hmm. So, which comes, this this phrase, I don't think anybody here uses it, but my mom would say it all the time in a derogatory way, usually. And it was if, you know, we, as kids, like, we just left our mess mm-hmm. or whatever. And she would say, oh, sure, leave it for dogs. I always used to think she was saying dogs bunny, mm-hmm. but I recently... <laughs> just recently learned all after all these years it was dog's buddy Doreen anyway so body so wait 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 say the phrase one more time she would say sure leave it for dog's body Doreen but she'd say it so fast I thought she was saying dog's bunny and what what does it even mean to this day I'm not quite sure but like (laughs) a dog's body leave it so th- I don't really know. Well, her mom's name is Doreen. Yes, so, it is. So yeah. she was complaining that you were leaving the mess for her to clean up. Mm-hmm. But I don't or understand the dog's whatever. body or dog's bunny and then your name. 
Yeah, I don't quite either, other than it's like, leave it for the dogs. You know, oh. I'm, I'm your dog. Oh, okay. You know, type thing. It was very derogatory. I used to say to my boys, mm-hmm. the maid quit. <laughs> yeah, well, you'd think. And the reason I learned that it's actually dog's body, not dog's bunny, is because we put the subtitles on the British shows that we watch. Oh. And we're currently, my husband and I, watching Downton, uh, Downton, Downton Abbey. Abbey. Yeah. And uh, it, that came across. One of the servants was saying that. Wow. Leave it for dog's bunny or I'm your dog's bunny. Body. See, I'm still <laughs> saying bunny. It's ingrained. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fun. She used to say all the time, take care of your pennies and your pennies will take care of your pounds. Well, pounds was like the equivalent in, of a dollar here. Right. So you're, yeah. So be mindful of your money. Of and your money. Accumulate. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that is very true. Mm-hmm. And one thing she said that everybody says here, um, but I, she would say it so fast. I didn't know what the heck she was saying. Six of one, half dozen or the other, mm. of the other. Mm-hmm. So, same, so same thing. Yeah, right. Um, don't count your chickens before the eggs have hatched. She said that all the time. <laughs> Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. And then for relationship matters, these are things she would say all the time. Like warnings. Birds of a feather flock together. Mm. You know, be careful mm-hmm. who you hang out with. On like boys, things like that. There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> Keep more Kenny. than yeah. <laughs> Keep more than one on the line oh. or hook. She That's always funny. said that, yeah. And then we found her diary after oh, yeah. after your dad passed, remember? Right, you're right. What was that guy's name yeah. that we read about in there? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. John. John. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she kind of had a couple of them going at yeah. once. And Oops. so here's... Cheeky yeah. bugger. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. And then if I was sad, every cloud has a silver silver lining. Aww. So those are common. Yeah. But she said them a, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. So they stuck. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how idioms work, right? Mm-hmm. They, it's, it's a way to communicate that gives you like a visual picture, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Yeah. Is, is that all you have from, yeah, that's from your it. parents? Yep. Well, I can't say most of mine because <laughs> my dad had a very colorful language. But he did used to say, you can't hoot with the owls if you want to soar with the eagles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you can't stay out late if you want to get up early. Yeah. Yeah. And teenage years you know he would yep you know say that as we're going out my Mm. brother and sister and I and stuff and and then he would make a habit of falling asleep on the floor Mm -hmm. and uh one time I came home late (laughs) and I was sneaking in like we lived in a a house that had creaky doors and stuff that was old Mm -hmm. so I was opening the door real slow and my parents bedroom was right at the front of the house the very first room Mm -hmm. so all I had to do was get past that and mm-hmm. then I could book it to my room, which was the next door. Mm-hmm. Well, cheeky bugger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he laid himself asleep between his room and my room. Ah. So he was laying across the floor uh-huh. like that. And I started to truck past mm-hmm. his room and I tripped right over him and landed right on him. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. And then he just gave me a, uh-huh. Mm, caught you yeah caught you red-handed which is another idiom oh isn't okay i read about that one the red-handed is something about blood mm-hmm. like stealing a cow or something or oh that's not what i read what'd you read it was um literally with your hands in in blood because you've done the deed you've committed oh, murdered some kind somebody of, yeah well let's 
let's pretend like it's the cow. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, but my dad, my dad had a lot of phrases, and that's about the only one that I can really repeat. Mm-hmm. My mom, I put this little phrase at the beginning of my book. Mm-hmm. I do have a book, if you're interested. It's called Laugh Anyway, Mom. Mm-hmm. And it says, time waits for no one. Yeah. She used to say that in the most negative way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every morning... It's okay. So now my recollection, it feels like it was every morning. Mm -hmm. It may not have been. Right. Okay. But my brother and sister and I are all very close in age. It Mm -hmm. was just like boom, boom, boom. Here are the three Moran kids. That was us. And we had to get up and out the door to go to high school. Mm -hmm. And my mom (laughs) had to get to work. Yeah. So she would just be flying around the house yelling. Mm -hmm. Time waits for Which always sounds great in the morning. (laughs) When you're a teenager. Yeah. And it was the most obnoxious alarm clock, you know. <laughs> and, um, but we did, we, you know, we managed. Obviously, we survived high school and she survived that season and everything. Mm-hmm. And she had passed. She passed away when she was only 51. So she was quite young mm-hmm. when she passed. And so that phrase, time waits for no one, took on a whole new meaning mm-hmm. as I was like, oh, she was right. Yeah. Doesn't wait. Yeah. And we know that's true. Time doesn't wait. So the bo- right. the bottom line of that is use your time well. Appreciate mm. your day. You know, appreciate the people that are in front of you. Very true. Yes, yes Catherine, <laughs> I appreciate you. I, I'm going to try not to scare you for at least a month about oh. that. <laughs> Good one. Maybe. Yeah. If, but see, you create the opportunity. And oh, then... <laughs> see, you're very political. You, well, could be, you could be a politician. It's your Look fault you that I scare you. <laughs> it's all you. <laughs> I I mean, I had to do it. Uh-huh. Anyway, all right. So those are our idioms from that we can recall from our family. Yeah. All right. Finally, we want to share um, a reminder of some things that can be insulting we were going to go over that Mm. remember we talked about that yesterday yes we did and you have that well i have some like one of them was the one that i had said earlier about what did i say was rude actually Um, well any of them can be can can, any of them can be negative you know if they're said in a negative way just like the one that i just said you know with my mom could be taken in an inspirational way or it can be taken in a very negative way. That's very true. Yes. You know, like if someone says, well, there's no account for taste, you know, that's quite quite rude because obviously it's a disapproval of um, another's choice of something. Right. Yeah. But that's all I have. (laughs) I didn't realize we were going to have a list of them. Oh, sorry. I just have one. Yeah, just be mindful because there are some that are... Yeah. You know, can be used in a, a negative light well, that we use all. You know, I think we do it a lot. We do have to be mindful of our words and be careful of how we say them. For, yes, definitely. I, that uh, makes a huge difference. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Tone, you know, your your actual content, your actual words mm-hmm. are not the primary communicator. Right. So it's the nonverbals that are the primary communicator, even if it's like the tone, even if it's a mm-hmm. audible, mm-hmm. but it's not the word. Right. So tone makes a big difference. Emphasis on which word yep. makes a difference. Your body language makes a difference. Did we go over this before? Well, we did it in the listening episode. Yeah. Because that's all part of that. Mm. But what just came into my mind was, you know, in my act, my comedy act, I talk about when I sort of forced my husband to have a vasectomy mm-hmm. when I was pregnant with the fifth 
child. Yes. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, I'm done. This is it. And um, I had already made the appointment for him, unbeknownst to him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he came home from work that day. When I, I, you know, I just reached my limit. I'm like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm not having any more kids. So I don't know where you're going to go, but this is it. <laughs> and I asked him the question, yeah. do you want to do it? Now, in the, the content, the first time I asked him the question, mm-hmm. it meant have a vasectomy. Right. Okay. And then he said, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the audacity. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. So then I rephrased it to, do you want to do it mm-hmm. which had With the a, emphasis on, on the it, it. <laughs> and that didn't it didn't mean vasectomy anymore right it meant something else because mm-hmm. i said if you don't do it we don't do it mm-hmm. so now i'm i'm mixing it all up you mm-hmm. know and then he did do it yeah thankfully right otherwise i'd have 10 kids oh my gosh i would mm-hmm. i believe it yeah all right well, let's go to, that leads in nicely to our Bible verse, because our, sure our Bible verse, not vasectomies, but our Bible verse talks about, you know, being mindful with your words, careful. Mm-hmm. It, Proverbs eighteen twenty one, and it says, well, then maybe it does have to do with vasectomies. Listen to this. The tongue has the power of life and death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although a vasectomy isn't really a death, but it's kind of. The tongue has the power of life and death. So, so we have to remember that our words matter. Mm-hmm. They, they carry power. They, they carry influence. And we have the power to lift up, and we also have the power to tear, tear down. down. So be careful. Yeah. Try not to tear down. And if you do tear down, say you're sorry. Yeah. And then try not to do that again. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, next episode, number 37. We're going to get to that next week. And it's one of my favorites. When should your children pay rent hmm. and and their own expenses? So we're going to be getting into that like empty nest. Tracy's all lit up. Woohoo! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like Ooh. I'm kind of opposite. I'm like, oh gosh, we have to do this painful. This is not this episode, but that subject. It's painful. I think it you. is. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to talk about it next week. So mm-hmm. you've been listening to the Life Happens Laugh Anyway podcast and i'm still comedian tracy degraff i'm still Catherine. see you next time bye-bye